Hello, welcome back to Conversation Matters. How can I help you? Of course I remember you. Are you back for a refill, or do you have a new prescription? Thank you. Let's see. A refill for social anxiety disorder? Okay, let me get you in right away. Your certified conversationalist is available right now. Do you remember where to go? Yes, take your prescription and go through that door right there. I've already let him know that you're here. He's ready for you. Ah, uh, hello. Come on in. How have you been? Hey, it's good to see you. Yeah. What? Let me see. Are you serious? You need a refill on social anxiety this quickly. Let me take a look. Let me take a look at your notes. Mm. Okay. Yeah, we want to get we want to get started right away. Let me take a moment to ask you a couple questions. Did you follow up on my advice from our last session? Okay. All right. So, uh, so you did take up some dance classes. Okay. You didn't choose to join a martial arts school. Okay. Well, that's all right. Oh, well, that's a good, yeah, joining a club to go swimming and getting yourself in shape at the gym. That's an, that was an excellent choice. If it's more suited to your personality, I totally understand that. But that's not why you're here today, right? If you took my advice, you shouldn't be here. Oh, oh yes. I'm listening. Tell me more. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> Everything I suggested to you was a group activity. That's right. Well, there's a comfort in being in a group once you make friends. And that was the idea. You know, if you go bowling and you meet some new people, you join the league, they put you on a team, because teams do need people. I'm glad you did that. Do you enjoy bowling? So let me take this, this, this correctly. You did three things. You've taken dance classes, and you're continuing with those. And um, you've met some, some very nice people. All right, and you joined a gym, and you're working out, and you're getting lots of exercise, you're feeling better about yourself, and might I say you do look very well, you look very healthy, okay, and thirdly, you have a bowling league one day a week, and they put you on a team, yeah, it's funny, there's, you know, they always could use a spare, you know, <laughs> it's a pun, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> spare, Getting you on a pulling team, they can always use a spare. Oh, I know it's not that funny. But I didn't really talk to you about what to do if you meet individual people. These were all group activities. I know, I I didn't even think about it at the time. And you know why? Because I thought it would come naturally. You have made friends, right? Okay. And they talk to you, and... 
Sure, and they go out with you afterwards. Well, now, if you don't go out with them, and they've asked. Mm, see, they asked, and you didn't go. You've got to go out once in a while. you got to sit down and socialize, even if it is awkward. That's where the one-on-one -on -one individual part comes in. Oh, <laughs> yes. Well, I'm glad you're honest with me. What's her name? Oh, of course. And you have had her as a dance partner? No. Well, I know there's usually older people at the dance schools, and you dance with people of all ages and even, you know, the same sex sometimes because you have to partner up with whoever's available. There's nothing wrong with that. But there is a young lady there that caught your eye. <laughs> I'm sure. Has she asked you out? No. Okay. Well, usually young ladies don't make the first move. And uh, she might be flirting with you, but it might be her nature. So it's kind of hard to tell until you get her to maybe go a step further. And it's it's not always easy to get that reaction. Have you asked her out might be the more important question. And the answer is no. Okay. All right. Let me think here. So you haven't asked her out, but she's always in a hurry when she leaves. Well, I can understand that. Well, who picks her up after a class? Okay. So she is your age. All right. Well, that's, isn't that neat? You went to a dance school and you found somebody very, very close to your age. And, um, you don't think she has a boyfriend, but you're afraid to say anything. Well, the trick is not to be brash and just ask her out. Um, if, sometimes you have to wait until there's an opening, like a reason to ask her out. And being kind and polite and considerate and not staring at her probably helps a lot. Um, you're not staring at her, right? Okay. <laughs> You know why I said that? I knew a fellow who liked a girl, and he was so shy around her. When she was around, he would just sit and stare at her, stand there and stare at her. And even though he was the most polite young man, it had the absolute worst effect because she said, Oh, what's wrong with him? Why is he always staring at me? Now, if you keep looking at the ground and won't talk to her, that's not going to help either. She might think it's cute, but... Uh, it's not going to promote her starting conversations with you. So it, it's weird. You have to have a little bit of a happy medium. Kind of like, you know how I sit here and I just kind of ramble on and I tell you different stories and things like that. You've got to do basically the same thing. You've got to interact. Like, say you are her dance partner, okay? And how often does this happen at dance practices, you know, at your lessons? Okay. All right, so you end up being partnered with her at least once or twice a, a, at a practice or a, um, yeah, at a lesson. Okay. All right. Now, why are you there for dance? Right. Okay. All right. And she partners up with you and it goes, well, you don't flub it up. Okay. And you get a lot of compliments. All right. And you're learning. 
Okay, so so everything's going the right direction. Okay, now what we need to work on now is when you're her dance partner, do you strike up conversation or does she say anything? Let's let's think about this now. She doesn't say anything either. She just kind of awkwardly smiles, and you go through your routine, and then you change partners. Okay. Hi. Does she say hi? Okay. So you get a hi, and then a giggle, and that's about it. Okay. And you say hi back. <laughs> you have to say hi back. She says hello or how are you doing. You have to say I'm oh, I'm doing great. Uh, how are you? You have to do that. So lesson one is. Hi, there you go. Okay. Wow, that wind is really howling outside today, isn't it? I know it's just that wind in this winter. It just cuts right through your bones. So that's an idea. When you are dancing with this girl, you got to say, Oh, the weather's so terrible. Or, oh, I'm so tired of winter. Or, oh, I can't wait for spring. And you can come up with like 15 different variations on that. Have you ever tried something like that? All right. Let's, let's just uh, try it for instance. Okay. So you know, we're not pretending who's who, but just, hi, okay. how you doing? Okay. Real good. Okay. Um, boy, this, <laughs> I'm doing great, but this weather is terrible, isn't it? I mean, I'm so, so excited for spring. And then she says like, yeah, me too. I'm sick of winter. Yeah. Everybody says that in February. Right? So she says that, and then you go, um, yeah, I'm real excited because then the spring formal comes up, you know, the prom. And, you know, I can't wait to go to prom. Oh, yeah, really? Who are you going with? Uh, well, I don't have a date yet. I'm still hoping I can find um, the the right person to go. I'd, I'd like to go with somebody who probably won't step on my feet. That's like a clue. Like, you know, if I had a partner like you who wouldn't step on my feet, that'd be pretty cool. And she might say something back like, oh, yeah, that that's <laughs> really cool because I can't, I love to dance, but guys just don't dance anymore. I think it's really cool that you do take dance lessons. Bingo, you're cool. Did you catch that? See where it goes? Okay, so, uh, no, I'm serious. This can, why didn't you, what do you mean it's not going to happen? You're in a dance, why is she in the dance class? She's in the dance class to learn how to dance because she went to a dance and probably got her feet stepped on, probably fumbled around and got embarrassed, and it's probably for her own self-esteem. She wants to be cool. Don't you think? Well, why don't you ask her? See where we're at? You don't know anything because you never asked her. And it doesn't make you a bad guy not asking there's no rule that says you have to talk to every pretty girl or nice guy you meet. Some people just, you know, they just casually run into each other in life. They don't all get to know each other. But if you want to get to know her, you have to approach her. You have to approach her in a polite manner. And you have to have a reason to talk to her. Now, you just threw the weather out there. And, you know, spring's coming. And you can't wait to go to the... um the school dance and the school dances, you know, I wish I could find somebody that would go with me that actually knows how to dance. And there she is. Right. And of course you're not going to ballroom dance. You're not going to do the cha-cha when you're at the school dance. You're going to do like modern goofy stuff because nobody knows how to dance anymore. I'm just letting you know all your friends out there gyrating and acting silly and doing dirty dancing. They don't know how to dance. They just, 
They're just doing whatever they can do to keep from falling down. You thought so. Oh, come on. Does the stuff you see at the school dance look like what you're doing at ballroom dancing class? Really? Okay. Really? Okay. Are you just choosing to disagree with me because you are infatuated with this young lady? Or are you being obstinate? Well, that's your own stubbornness. That's the problem with social anxiety issues. Your own stubbornness is telling you that you're not worth it. You're not welcome. You're not uh, wanted. That you have nothing to offer. These are all negatives. These are all doubts that your mind and your body is reacting to. You get a signal. You get the stress. You start to sweat. Your palms get wet. And the next thing you know... You're worried about drying your hands off on your pants instead of talking to a young girl. You need to get out there and be the man you're supposed to be. And you can do that. Why did you join the class? That's right. You joined the class to learn how to dance and to meet people and to become more acclimated to social things. And the intimacies of holding someone while you're dancing is very intimate, very intimate. You don't get that at church, I don't think, unless you're helping with baptism. Well, you know what I mean. I mean, you, you can meet a nice girl at church, but her parents aren't going to say, hey, uh, you know, I want to take you out for dinner later. No, she's going home with her family. You need to be out there socializing with girls that are out there trying to get a date. I don't suggest bars because sometimes that's a one-night stand type thing, and that could really be counterproductive. You might actually like the person, and they may never have any intention of meeting you again. So my advice would be try not to go the bar route necessarily. Well, it is a way to break the ice with somebody you may never see again. So if you practice some of your moves and your, you know, your things like that and talk to the girl and it goes completely terrible. You just never have to see her again. Don't ever go back to that bar. She may never go back to the bar anyway, so it doesn't really matter. A lot of people do that. You never thought about that? Mm. Well, like if you went, like, okay, let's take a for instance. We're going to, the bowling guys. They like you. They said, hey, you want to catch a, a beer after we, we're done? And you said, no, I got to go for school. They know you're too young to drink, so what they do is, you know, they offered to, hey, you want to just go get a bite to eat? See how they did that? And you go, you know, yeah, okay, but you turned them down. You got to go. So then you go to the restaurant, and there she is. That girl you're in dance class with is being a waitress there. That's how it happens. No, I, no, I don't know that she's a waitress at some restaurant. I'm just saying that's how you... If you never leave the house, you'll never know. Well, no, I've never... I don't even know who you're... How would I know she's a restaurant? I didn't know she worked at a restaurant. I just guessed. That's what young girls do. They waitress. Well, young guys work at fast food places, too. I mean, but for the purposes of this, I just thought I'd throw that out there. I don't know what restaurant... She's awake. No, no, don't go hanging out at the restaurant 
being a customer because then it's weird. She's going to be like, oh my God, he's following me to work now. No, I don't know if that's going to happen, but don't do it. If it was organic, if you and the guys went down to the restaurant and, oh my gosh, it's John from dance class. Hey, it's me. And you go, oh, cool. All the guys are going to be like, ooh, dance class. What's going on here? You sweet on it? She's a pretty good looking little girl there. See how that goes? You know, this this could work out in your favor. And the guys are there. They're older. They're like... Hey, so you and him dance? Uh, So what's going on there? They're breaking the ice for you. See how that works? You think it's embarrassing. You think they're making fun of you. They're trying to fix you up. See? They're trying to do you a a, a solid. You know what I mean? You know? And she's like, oh, yeah, he's the coolest. And, you know, oh, there's the cool thing again. You know, you got to get in there. You got to get a girl thinking that you're a pretty cool guy. And then she's going to be like, well, how do you guys all know each other? And they say, well, we bowl together and, you know, he's our anchor and he joined the team. He's like, he came through for us. You know, we're doing really well. We were, we weren't going to be able to compete without him. He's like the guy that saved the day. See, they're bragging you up. That's what your bros do, your buddies. But you don't get that far because you're stopping. You're not allowing yourself to go the next step, the next level. And once you do, all this stuff is like easy peasy, man, easy peasy. You hang out with your bros and they say, oh, you like that girl. Well, hey, if she's not interested in you, I didn't know you were wanting to date. I got a cousin that's really hot. She's a really nice girl. You might like her. Or they say, you know, hey, you're a really nice guy, quiet, got a job. He seems like a good kid going to school. Hey, uh, you know, maybe you want to date my sister. I got this neighbor girl that's really, really nice. She's about your age. That's how this stuff works. But it doesn't work unless you make the next step. And it it really doesn't. And I know, you know, I'm going all over and some of this is fantasy in my mind. But I'm trying to show you examples of how this works. No, you do not go down and ask her if you can walk her home after work. Yes, it would be nice to have a nice guy walk her home after work. But it might be a little weird if you want to follow her home. You need to get to know her first you can't she she knows guys are going to run into her because she's working in a public place but it has to be organic you know here's an example next time you're in dance class you dance with her say you know I was just down at Frank's and uh, I was getting something to eat and I saw uh, you were waitressing down there and she might get a little nervous or embarrassed and say oh my god why didn't you say hi bingo opening. Do you see what I'm saying? But if she says, Oh, oh my gosh, I can't believe you saw me at work. I probably look terrible. You got to say right away. Oh no, no, no. You looked really good. You looked hot. And then she goes hot. I looked hot at work in the, in my waitress's clothes with grease all over my apron. You got to go, Oh, I didn't mean it. And then she'll go, no, no, no. I like it. See? And you got to keep going. You got to go, no, what I meant was, you know, it was cool to see you. You know, really helping people and being nice, and you know, you really connect with the the customers, and it's like, I just, I just think that's really cool nowadays that you know, somebody is so good with their customers, and she's like, I hate my customers, I don't even talk to them. Were you even at the same place I was at? See how this can really go against you? I don't, I just, <laughs> well, it's making you think, isn't it?
Well, the idea is if we role play a little bit back and forth and you get kicked around a little bit now, maybe it won't be so bad when you get out there in the real world. Well, here's what happens. You think this A, B, and C is going to happen when you walk up to the girl. It's either going to be A, B, and C positive or A, B, and C total disaster. What happens if it's both? What happens if next time you're at dance class, you start talking and she goes, oh, I'd love to go to the spring dance with you when you get to that point. And you go, oh, that's cool. Um, you know, I don't want to be forward, but maybe we can talk sometime and, uh, you know, we can, you can tell me what you're wearing, you know, what, what colors to wear, you know, to match your dress and all that stuff. So you have to talk and she knows, okay, no problem. Here's my number because she knows the routine. If she wants to go to the dance with you, you got to get her a flower. Your tie has to match her dress and all that crap. And so you got to talk. And then she's got to tell you where she lives. And that's where you find out, like, you know, hanging out. And, hey, you know, I was over at Frank's the other day. If you, I walk that way home every day. You know, if you ever want me to, you know, walk you home for safety or anything like that, or I could give you a ride because I got my own car. You know, you can throw those kind of things out there, you know? Yeah. Well, see, that's how it works. It, 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 it's gotta be organic. And I know it's weird, but you're a good kid. You are a good person. When I say kid, it's just, you're a lot younger and I get like the older brother syndrome. You know, I, I want to see you do good. And I want to talk to you like a, more of a mentor than an equal. And that's not fair either, because then I'm making you feel like you're not doing anything right. And you are. First of all, you're coming here and you're getting your therapy. You're getting your prescription filled on these social issues that are bothering you. Number two, you're out there doing progressive things and real world changes to make your life better. And that's admirable. You know, when you sit down and listen to something like this, and you take it to heart, and you start to think, well, he's not right about everything, but he is right about one thing. i got to get my ass out of the house. Straight talk. Straight talk, brother. i got to get my lazy, frightened ass out of the house. Get up out of that chair. Get outside. Let the wind blow the stink off of you, and keep on marching. You are not going to get anywhere in this world unless you go out and you get it. And that's a lesson for anybody, including myself. <sighs> I do need more exercise. I need to get my ass out that door and get some exercise, meet some friends, socialize. You know, I was just over at my, I haven't been to my parents' house in ages. I can't even, it might surprise you. I think it's been three or four years. They always come to my house. I work a lot. They're retired. They come to my house. So it's convenient for me. But I never go to their house because they come over and I got, I got my visit in. So I don't have to go over there. Well, after a while, I started to make them a little uh, nervous. Like maybe I didn't want to come to their house or I didn't like them anymore. Or I was, maybe there was a problem. I was making them uncomfortable. They thought I didn't want to come over and visit. You know, maybe they're not worth it. And I felt really bad about that. I made a point of going over to see my dad and mom uh, this weekend. 
Now, I know this isn't a one-on-one thing, but it is kind of. You know, how many people do you meet in a day that say, you know, I always thought he would say hi to me. I wonder why he never strikes up a conversation about the weather. Maybe people think you don't want nothing to do with them. You're too cool. You're too nice a guy or not nice a guy. You're just too... Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. How do you know they think that they're not good enough to talk to you? Have you ever thought about it? This whole time you're nervous and thinking this girl does, doesn't like me, I don't know. Do you ever think that she's like, oh my god, the spring formal's coming up. I wish this girl would ask me out. I'm taking this stupid class. Why won't he ask me out? You don't know. He's the only guy in here my age. Oh my God, I'm striking out again. I'm going to have to take that dishwasher from work or my cousin. Oh my God. And my cousin, he says, oh, he acts like Jerry Lewis when I get him out in public. Oh, he steps on my feet. See? He gets the wrong idea. We're just cut. Oh God, can't he just be my partner at the dance? Does he have to? My cousin gets the wrong idea. He's a weirdo. See? Why won't this guy ask me out? You don't know. Why is a young girl your age in a dance class before prom season, right? She's a beginner just like you. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Are there other girls in the class? Okay. Do you ever hear them chit-chattering about, oh, oh, the dance is coming up. They probably hope you got friends. Maybe if one of us can break the ice and ask this guy out, he'll actually see if, you know, we can see if he has any friends for the rest of us. You think I'm joking, but I knew these girls that were really cool. And they never went to the dance, and here nobody asked them. So then, like, I'm older, and, well, I wasn't older. I mean, we, we were getting older in high school, and I was like, hey, you know, we all should go to the dance, have a good time. You you girls and my buddies and... You know, it's like four of you, four or five of us. We can get an extra girl. We can, you know, just all go and have a good time. We had a blast. Of course, we got uh, thrown out of our prom. Yeah, they shut it down. You know, we were. But, you know, it was after we ate. We were dancing. and No, I'm serious. I went to prom, and my, my, my date got mad at me. It was really funny. And then um, we were having a really good time, you know, the group. So there's like a couple groups of us, and we're all coming together and you know, mutual friends and we're all dancing and they did the song Moni Moni. We had a live band and um, we're all yelling like the, you ever do the Moni Moni? Uh, yeah, that we got, maybe I should teach you this. Don't do it unless everybody else is. Don't, you know, be at your first dance to start yelling when I don't act like me. That's the number one. Le- so we're at the dance and um, they're doing Moni Moni and, uh, I'm not making this up. This is a true story. And, uh, you know, it goes, Moni, Moni. And he goes, and then you're supposed to scream in the middle of the uh, song, uh, get laid, get F-U-C-K'd, you know. So we're all yelling, get laid, get F-U-C-K, you know, we're saying it, you know. And the whole group starts doing it because we're doing it. So we get the rest of the people doing it. Well, we forgot we were at a dance hall at a Catholic church and, um, uh, it, 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 it didn't didn't go over well. So the chaperone guy stopped the music and uh, closed the problem through threw us out. So, um, yeah. It was it was a good time, you know. I 
I was with this girl. Oh, my God, she was so cute. She was actually a, my friend's date. And he, oh, he liked her so much. But she was giving me the eye, you know, and she was dancing with me, you know, and she looked really good. And she was just a little bit younger than me, you know, just maybe a year younger. And um, he wasn't getting it. He wasn't picking up on the vibe. She was just his date and wasn't going his way. So you got you to gotta kind of pay attention, you know, when you're out with, uh, you know, ladies around. You got to pick up on their signals. And it's pretty, pretty clear when a girl starts grabbing a hold of you and jumping in front of you and dancing that uh, she's remotely interested in you at that moment. So um, she starts following me around. We're dancing and uh, she's having a good time. And next thing you know, she's paying attention to me and I'm getting the vibe. And uh, then the dance is over and my date comes up and says, I have to take her home. And I'm like, oh man, I want to take this girl home. And I can't because now I got my date. Oh shoot. So, um, yeah, I hate to say this because it probably hurts somebody's feelings, but I just got my date home because <laughs> they didn't want to go to the after prom. And I'm like, okay, see you later. Bye. We're out of there. And I went to the, the after prom and looked for that girl. And sure enough, she wanted to, uh, you know, uh, spend the, the evening with uh, me. Uh, nothing too too much. No, just a little carried away maybe, but nothing bad. Nothing I can't take back, you know, on Sunday. <laughs> Nope, nothing I have to confess for. Yeah, I never believed in that to begin with. And my mother even told me that the other day. She goes, ah, like Mike always said, don't confess to nothing. And I'm like, you ain't kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was a cutie pie. I like that girl. I always wonder what happened to her. Because, hey, you know how these things are. You know, that you're hot one day and then you know, a week later you break up. Or she goes her way, you go yours. These things happen. You know how that goes. You will, you will know how these things go. We all start off shy and awkward and introverted and scared of the whole world. And you've, you're doing the right thing. You're out there, you're talking to me, you're talking to your friends, you're making friends and you're doing things. You're improving your life every day. Well, I understand that. And I'm really, you know, I really am proud of you. I am. And maybe... You don't hear that enough, but I'm proud of you for trying to make a change in your life. Okay. Now, do you understand where I'm going with this? I hardly know you. I don't know what's inside your head. I don't know what you're thinking, but I do know one thing. I know you want your life to be better. I know you're working for it. And you're working towards it. And you deserve it. Because work in is work out. You put work in and you get a reward out. And you are working very hard to make your life different, better. And just have the best life you can be. And it doesn't come easy. It's one day and one tribulation and one mistake after another and you get a lot of broken hearts and you step on a lot of toes and you get slapped in the face once in a while yes I did get slapped in the face of prom how'd you know that <laughs> yeah, I did ah, that was a good one then I got thrown out but anyway it's not going to change until you 
make a change. Do you know what I'm saying? All this talking back and forth is not what's going to make a difference. What's going to make a difference is when you get up and you make a difference. Did you see on the Oscars last night that young lady got up in that beautiful long gown? She was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful woman. And she almost stepped on the edge of her dress with her, you know, those real high heels on. And she almost tumbled. And Chris Evans, Captain America, stepped forward. And he put his arm out. He saved the day. And she grabbed his arm because just it was an instinct because she was probably losing her balance. He steadied her. She, she got her dress uncaught from her shoe. She took a couple steps. She turned to see what, what, who was helping her. And, you know, they had a little exchange there. And he walked her up like a gentleman. Those few steps until she got her bearings. And then he let her go. And people went insane. What a gentleman. What a man. That's a man. He stepped forward and he did the right thing. He didn't sit back and watch. He didn't wait for her to tumble. He didn't wait for her to struggle. He caught her before she even hardly lost her balance. And instead of going up on stage like a big shot, when she got going on her own, he let her go like a true gentleman. And she's always going to remember that. And everybody noticed. There was probably at least 150 women that got pregnant right there on the spot in the audience. Just seeing him do something chivalrous for a change. It's not often we see a man making a move like that. But what I'm trying to tell you is, he got up. He made the move. He did it. He didn't sit back and watch. And I know it's a silly little tiny thing and it doesn't quite compare to what you're going through in life. But it does. Because he got up a long time ago and started making moves every hour, every day of his life. What you saw last night was a culmination of thousands of moves on his part, one after the other, visualizing change, visualizing his life improving, visualizing his life getting better, and then making it happen. That's what you saw last night, was a culmination of those events over years of hard work put in by a man who wanted his life to be better. And you, young sir, have every chance, every reason for that to happen in your life. I know the old, I'm wiser and I'm older and all that crap. You're young enough. You can see that too. You don't need me to teach it. You only need me to point it out. You can be like that too. And your life can be fantastic. Something worth talking about every day, not some of the time, every day. And you can help the people around you that way.
It just comes natural. And you deserve it. Okay. Well, we went a little long, but that's okay. I think you needed it. Do you feel better? All right. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. You let me know how it goes with that girl in dance class. You let me know if you got a date for the spring formal. And uh, we'll talk about that next time we get together. All right? Okay. Well, until I see you again, you have a most blessed day. And keep getting up and keep getting out. You're doing it. You're not talking about it. You, my young friend, are doing it. (laughs) All right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tirar de Cuello. Please take a moment to rate and review this podcast. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash The theme song Atlantis is by Jason Shaw of audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tirardojeo at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels, thank you.